0: This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform, where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? This one's for the money. Episode number 78. With the birthday girl.
1: What's up? Let's get it. Y'all feel like ninety-five. Sachi on my body. Biggie, chicken, uh. Oh, oh, uh. Uh.
0: Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Welcome back to episode number seventy-eight of the What's Next Podcast, a production of Steel Visionary Inc. Um Yeah, Tempest is having a birthday tomorrow. Tonight. Round of applause for that. So, um, before we get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point.
2: Uh, I only have Instagram and that's Tempest Lives. Uh, I guess that's the ad symbol, Tempest Lives. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Instagram, that's all that.
0: My name is John Ross Dyke the First, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. I got a new brand coming out soon. And um this go round I'm going to, you know, do a commercial, do a video shoot, do a photo shoot, and uh bring it onto the podcast and talk about it but in the meantime all my shirts are up front i print shirts too it's the summertime one of time's coming soon and you can shop at stillvisionary.com slash apparel how are you
2: i'm good you're good
0: i'm great i'm great I'm grinding. Yeah. I'm grinding i'm grinding I, I forget i forgot to mention uh in episode 77 the process that i had passed the second um real estate test so i'm on i'm in the third book now and by the time this episode drops i'll be studying for the final for the third book
2: Oh, congratulations!
0: So, um, just grinding. That's good. Listen, um, more structure to the podcast.
1: My mom said to me, "This is my homegirl Demaria Daniels." And marry a rich man.
0: Um, the name of this record is called "Boss You Up." In my support of local artists, I like to come on here and play a couple of records that I've been cleared to play. So we're gonna let this ride for a few minutes. Not long. Not long. (laughs) Not long, just enough to get the message across New new setup, Houston, Texas Third time's a charm with Tempest Green
1: Let's go Heard about me, but it's hard to find me Uh. I lay low with my team, plotting on a milli See, I don't work for free, pay me what you owe me I won't show up for free. I only come for money. If you want it, then let me know. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah, so
0: um Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a long time.
2: Hey, what's up? How you been? I've been
0: good. 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 Just had a kid?
2: Yeah. Third kid. Just had a kid.
0: Third time's a charm. Yeah. Yes. Third kid, third time you're on the podcast. Um, a little more structure. Uh, I'll go here. Um, and putting some more structure to the podcast, I have a segment called what should people take? And I'm interested to find out from you, what should people take from this episode, um, that we're about to dive into? Uh,
2: the biggest thing is to, um, live in the present, Okay. living, living the right now.
0: What does that look like?
2: Um, it looks like not dwelling on the past. Mm hmm. And not figuring out the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's dealing with what's going on right now. Yeah. It's not saying that you don't plan for the future. It's not saying that you don't have takeaways from the past, but that's elusive,
1: yeah. right?
2: The time within itself is a elusive thing. And really everything that we accomplish happens in the moment, mm-hmm. in the right now, mm-hmm. the this very moment. Um, and so, just you know don't try to escape that, yeah, you know a lot of um a lot of our pain and hardships that we that we experience is because we wasn't living in a in in the moment, yeah, we were somewhere else when things were happening, and then we get to the quote unquote future, and it's like damn when did when did this happen? Yeah. well, it happened in a moment that you were never present in mm. Uh, or that we're never present in, because I, I can put myself in that too.
0: Give me an example of that, so I can I can understand more.
2: Um, example of that, and this is this is purely offered. Of, I, I don't want to say purely because I I read it and then I see where it had where it has happened in my life as well. But um, the power now um, at Cartel, he talks about like disease in the body are like suffering some type of illness in the body. And he makes the point that most of the times we miss it like or, or it's caught late because we were never really truly in the present moment in our bodies because mm-hmm. you know in our in the present we've been living we we on the move we trying to get to this or we thinking about what happened at this time, but we're not in the moment. And a lot of times for us to, in order for us to listen to ourselves, to listen to our bodies, listen to what's going on with us mentally, we have to be grounded in the present. Yeah. And, um, that's, that's one, that was one of my takeaways in that from that book, because I do get that, you know, because people who catch things, I mean, just, just a common cold, most of the times you don't just wake up sick. Most of the time, something, something happened days before then that was letting your body know like, Hey, we not feeling it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But we so busy trying to get to the next moment and trying to do that. We can't acknowledge it, you know? So by the time we do acknowledge it, it's, it's, it's it's you know it's haywire you yeah. know what I mean we're yeah. already sick we then then we have to sit down with ourselves in that present moment just to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. when you know days ago weeks ago months ago something was going on within us and we didn't acknowledge it because I I don't have time to deal with that I got to do this 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 that or I'm whatever yeah and um so I feel like I mean that's and so right now um just with having three kids and, you know, so forth and so on, having three kids, being an educator, dealing with COVID-19, yeah. and yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I know that the most important, or I've realized the most important thing I can do is not try to escape the moment that I have and just be present. Yeah. Be present and, um, Really just see what I can get out of the moment. And most of the times it's just really rewarding, even if you don't realize it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, a, a writer friend of mine, like like you, a writer friend of mine came on the podcast and said that uh, as creatives, um, our best work comes out of pain, but we have to um, write stuff that is present to, stuff, stuff that is, um. how does she word it? She said that we have to write things that are, pertaining to the times
1: mm-hmm. right
0: so I e if we're making art right now then our art should de- depict how we're viewed in society with mm-hmm. god bless the dead um um george floyd um rayshard brooks all of these people that have been murdered due to police brutality she said that we have to portray ourselves in that time period how do you take that
2: oh uh, i I know I know that that's like um Nina Simone like a Nina Simone quote yeah um something that I I've reflected on before um and which is true but everybody time doesn't look like even though these are the things that's going on mm-hmm. in this present time yeah I couldn't accurately depict social injustice like if I was going to write about social injustice it's not gonna it would probably be a terrible depiction of social injustice simply because it's not something that I've personally experienced. Okay. So I couldn't, I couldn't really come out and I, and not to say that, you know, I haven't, or not to say that, you know, something, something could have happened where it's like, Oh, that was, or that person said, or that person looked or whatever, but not overtly. I haven't experienced social injustice, so I can't, I, I don't feel like I'm the candidate to, mm. uh, you know, write something or whatever about social injustices. You know, that's, that's not my thing. But what's happening for me right now is motherhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if I'm creating something and when I do sit down to create, to write,
1: mm.
2: I cannot escape motherhood. It is very difficult. I cannot escape relationships. Yeah. on uh, On different levels, family wise, um, intimate, you know, uh, relationships, I cannot escape that because that's something that's happening to me in this present time. Yeah. Um. Now, it's not to say that I don't understand like the social injustices. The the I do. I have written about COVID nineteen not because I personally have had COVID nineteen, but clearly, you know what I'm saying. Shit, I gotta go out here and wear a mask and social distance and whatever and that shit hard. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is hard. I mean, even uh, trying to speak to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the mask on, I think people don't even know that they can talk. Like, you know you can talk, right? Like, I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I found. like No, seriously. <laughs> I've had moments where I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like, yeah, I got the fucking mask on. But, like, I can still speak to you and yeah. be friendly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's made people more distant. And I'm like, damn, I don't know if we could have got any more distant. We didn't need no help with that. Yeah. Like, you know, smartphones is as fucked up distancing as is. Like, now we got a social distance. Like, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do, I have wrote some things about that and just how that makes me feel or whatever. Like, you know, that um that aspect of it. And so I get it. I get it, you know, that responsibility. Um, And another part of that is that, I can, I can speak to what it's like being a black woman, right? I don't know if I can speak to what it's like being a black woman that has been mistreated by a white person. Mm. Do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? I do. You know, and, you know, like I see things about uh, black women who uh, who suffer like social injustices in, when they're birthing, when they're giving birth. I have never experienced that. Yeah, all of my birthing experiences in the hospital <laughs> have been excellent. Yeah, not not what I wanted because I didn't want to. have I've had three C sections. I didn't want to have one C section.
1: Yeah.
2: However, you know, all of except for the except for my middle child. With my middle child, I um I just scheduled the C section. I ain't even tried for nothing else. With my other two children, I actually tried to give birth uh naturally naturally you know what i mean and it just didn't work out yeah. but it wasn't because they rushed me or they whatever Shit just didn't work out yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah. and i know for other black women or women, minority women it's a different story you know what i mean but i can't i can't mindfully speak on that because it's not my story yeah I can't mindfully speak on a, a doctor a, a a Caucasian white doctor any doctor ignoring me in a hospital or not taking care of my needs because when I voiced a need in that situation, I received help yeah you see what I'm saying yeah. so it's it, it, i i don't i and I can't fake it <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: what
0: would you what would you say your story is? Um, And the reason why I asked that is because uh, I was listening to episode 34 last night and um, you said that you didn't want to classify yourself as a single mother. Right. Right. Uh, And and then you eventually went ahead and said that, you know, you are a single mother, yada, yada, yada. And that's who you, you pander to or whatever cater to whatever. Um, But who would you say? What would you say that? Who'd you say that you are?
2: Me? Um, i, I do story is, I think I do try to stay away from saying I'm a single mother because I feel like it's an insult to my kids' fathers, yeah, um, my oldest daughter's dad is excellent, um my younger children's dad he's present, he's excellent as well with his children, mm-hmm. so and if I call either one of them and express a need uh even to some extent a want or whatever for my kids or something that's going on, like something's going on in, in my household and, it, you know, I'm I'm requiring their attention to some degree, they come through. You know what I mean? When I think single mother, I think someone, and, and I can say that for maybe the first three years of my daughter's life, I lived like a single mother's life. Yeah. Because her, at those three years, her dad was absent. Innocent, absent. now I ain't going to say in a sense he was absent and so but um shit he she 12 now yeah you see what i'm saying so what the fuck i look like oh i'm saying not really i co-parent i'm a co-parenting mother (laughs) which is i tend to do very fucking well you know what i mean really you know whatever i that's a that's a different conversation probably for a whole different podcast but i i tend you know what i mean so i I I can't. I feel like I'm almost being disrespectful to women who really have to get out here and do every fucking thing on their own. I don't. I do. I yeah. do not. Everything in my home, I'll say, for the most part, I do take care of by myself as far as like the actual functioning of my home. But my kids, no. <laughs> okay. I don't know if y'all, I mean, you know, we're in my home right now. Two of my kids are not here. That's because they're with their parents. With yeah. their other parent their other parental you yeah. know figures Yeah. and so the, and the infant she the newborn she's here because she a newborn not because uh she you know what i mean like i mm-hmm. just wanted her here with me like mm-hmm. but i'm a i'm also a, a mom and a woman who releases you know and i think for for women we have a we have an issue with releasing i do not yeah because if i don't ever i do not bye god damn it (laughs) bye holla back (laughs) see you later uh or not only that but you know um i feel like it's fair to give if you're if you're not with the male. and like i said i didn't want to get into this but this is this is the type of shit that i write about you know what i mean this is this is my corner of life
1: yeah
2: you know what i mean so depicting the times for me is this right here and i I know I'm not the only uh black woman who's co-parenting and whatever that shit is going on in society right now too and it's very prevalent people getting you know people getting married people getting divorced or people not getting married but still having kids so I know that I'm not the only person out here that deals with this so for me to depict any for me to create that's what I that's the that that's what I'm putting out mm-hmm. and that would be a depiction of the times. In my opinion, as no doubt. well. No doubt. So no doubt. There, there we go. So, you know, and so I, um, you know, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's women and I, we have a we have an issue with releasing, especially when it comes to our kids. Like, oh, that's my kid. And I want to do that. He ain't gonna do this. this that. Look, I feel like in my space, I have perfect opportunities to fuck up. Right, I fuck up all the time. Like as a parent, I fuck up all the time. It was just the other day, like my daughter, my oldest daughter, and I. Like we had, a, I don't want to say an argument, but I like went off, and then I had to reflect. Like, fuck, maybe I went in too hard, so I had to call it back in. It was just like, I'm sorry, mm. you know what I mean? Because I, we were both upset or whatever, and me, and and all of my dominant spirit, I was just like, oh, fuck, nah. Like, nah, you don't hear what I got to say, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't take a step back to really acknowledge how she could have been feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, and and it's other shit that I fuck up on. Plenty. Mm-hmm. Plenty of things that I simply don't get right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I you can go with your other parent and experience that with that too, the good and the bad, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay. Like, no, the other parent, like everybody's not going to get the shit right all the time. That doesn't mean that they don't need to be over there. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like shit, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, like you shit, let them go. Let them go. Let them go. If it's not, if they're not in any danger, if it's not, let me say this: It's not mis- any type of mistreatment going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I feel like that's fair, and that's and so those are the type of things that that linger with me. Those are the type of things that I deal with. Those are that's where I be at with a lot of shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? So just just mothering. So when I when I, trying to put a label on myself right now, I'm not. That's not where I'm at. Yeah, I can't. You know I can't i I let other people like you won't label me as whatever that's your business i I'm tempest <laughs> yeah. uh, that you know what i mean with with a whole with plenty of layers, plenty of layers right now I think I hear my infant cry yeah. <laughs> you, you wanna um help, you wanna I'll get it in it? a second okay I'll get it in a second
0: listen this is this is what it's all about, you know um creators we gotta create in the midst of having family, yeah you
1: know what and it's not easy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not easy bro yeah. okay yeah it's not easy man i and that's why and that's why i was saying earlier about you know being in the moment because when you're not in the moment or if i'm not i'll say this when i'm not in the moment especially now with three kids like I, you know i was coasting with two kids i see
1: mm-hmm. i was
2: Smooth selling. Especially with one being so much older. Like the gap between my son and my daughter. Uh my well, my daughter it's and my son is ten years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was that's like really a clean break right there. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you starting over, but cool. Like it's cool. Let me tell you something. That that <laughs> this break with the toddler and the infant and still having to cater to the, the very necessary needs of the twelve year old because a lot of people think like, oh, well, she 12. She good. What? Mm-hmm. That's not how I think. I don't think like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, that's a newborn. She's good. Oh, he's a toddler. He's good. That 12-year-old, I'd be highly concerned about. Yeah. Because they're in that age. That in, per- You know what I'm saying? Where shit, you know, they in that age. Yeah. You, we know about preteen, teenage years. So that, you know, a lot of parents and even being a high school, uh, teaching middle school and being a previous previously being a high school teacher i see a lot of parents at this age that's when they become hands off and their kids wow i'm like bro what you hands off for now mm. no you know what i'm saying when they wanted to wear bows and look at cartoons and shit you know that was like your time to probably chill more like yes things you need to be instilling in them but now with with so with them being so exposed to so many things this is really the time for you to be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know what I'm saying? And have mm-hmm. a different bonding experience. This is when you go into a different ty- different type of experience, but it is not the time to be like, "Hands yeah. off. Mm-hmm. All right, fool, you go do you. I'm going to do me. Fuck no. It, no. Not in my house." I'll be all uh, right over her shoulder, "What? What you got going on?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, "What's what's that you looking at?" Okay, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see the phone. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm and I'm not I'm not a hover mother. But, but I'm, it's okay to, but be. I'm, but I'm aware.
0: I take it. I take it from what you're saying, but it's okay to be. If you were,
2: I tell my daughter straight up. If I, if I think that you're in immediate danger, if I think that you are on drugs, if I think that you were pregnant, mm-hmm. um, I'll bet. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through all your shit. I'm figuring what, out what the fuck going on. I'll bet. You know, I'm straight up. Like, don't think that you're going to slip one in. No. Stop stop
1: cursing so much.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I can't help it. Oh, shit, my bad. I can't help it. Stop.
1: You are crazy.
2: (laughs) Plot plot twist. Like, now, like, you know, I have to be very... When my daughter was growing up, when she was in this age, you know, speaking, like, learning how to talk, I didn't curse at all. Yeah. Not around her. I cursed. Yeah, Yeah. But I was very meticulous about not cursing around her. Yeah. This, this now? Yeah. Like, I ain't, I'm i no good. So the two-year-old boy, we be having to rein him in all the time because neither one of his parentals are, you know, good with the night. Like, we yeah. don't curse. We let that shit fly. And then he be like, <laughs> then he be like, say, say, say. We be like, ah, sh- oh, don't say that. We really be want to say, don't say that shit. And then we be like, fuck, don't, don't say that shit. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> and, and I wish I were lying, but I'm not. Like, that's, but... You know, we also he also gets to hear very intelligent conversation from us as well. So yeah. it you know, we try to but you know, it's hard. So I'm sorry. I do curse. I, I yeah. man, that shit man, do y'all know who Gary V is? Yeah, I do know who he is. Oh, okay. Like I'm like uh Gary <laughs> A female version of Carrie B with the cursing, because they be asking that man like, "Why do you curse?" Like, "Why do you curse?" He be like, "Man, shit, that doesn't mean like that's how he mm. is." But
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. See, I think it's important um, that I'm catching you in this phase because um, I was thinking to myself, and I think that you instilled this. Um, you said you should bring more. You should bring the people that you've had on back. And um, you know, as I'm as I'm going down through who I want to sit and talk to. I was like, you know what? She did say that, and and this is why. And so to see where we were at episode eighteen, and then to see where we were sixteen episodes later, and then now to see where we are um, uh, fifty fifty four episodes later.
2: You <laughs> Congratulations know what I'm saying? on that!
0: I appreciate it, and and uh, just to see where you are now as a creative, it's really enticing.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, thank you. I feel different. Um, I feel. Um, I'm gonna say this. I feel before I had something to prove to other people, and now I only feel like I have something to prove to myself. What do
0: you What do you mean by that?
2: I feel like before I was like, let me. I wanted to intentionally make something that was going to capture another person.
0: And you know what I. I Okay, go ahead, because I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on the thought.
2: Um, and I wanted to, I, I wanted to, you know, let me let me say this, let me post this, let me do this, you know, and and it was it, the the thought was authentic. I yeah. just because I, I I let me let me post this so this person can get it. Yeah. Whoever that whatever that audience was, like I was constantly worried about my audience and yeah. this this and that. Yeah. Now, when I sit down with myself to write or create anything, I I make sure I figure out what's going on inside of me first.
0: Now, now we now we starting a podcast.
2: And now we hold
0: on. Now we. Not, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I told you it's, it's a it's a brand new setup. I told you. I told you. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. And so I I think about. What do I need to, what do I need to do for me? How, Mm -hmm. how can I serve me Mm -hmm. in this form Mm -hmm. and then put it out there, Mm -hmm. right? And then whoever it helps or reaches, it helps and reaches, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you never know, Mm -hmm. you never, you never know who that person is going to be and what that's going to look like. Yeah. And I can't I can't sit down to like trying to sit down to create for that person is very difficult.
0: I found I found and and I'm glad you say that because I realized um, as a creative, you just want people to rock with you, regardless of what you put out. You want people to rock with you and truly rock with you. That is um, people know what you're doing and they're just even and I guess even if it's not applicable to them people would have a hard time sharing what they don't feel connects to them. But Mm. I also feel that, um, yeah, man, you just, you know, you, you, you can't spend If you spent time, if you got in a room with 10 people and you say, Hey man, you know, I got this idea. 10 people would give you, I would say three people would have the same
1: Mm -hmm.
0: viewpoint as you did. Maybe the other seven, maybe. And Mm -hmm. the other seven would have something totally different. Yeah. So when you take it back to yourself and you're now thinking, okay, well he said this and, they said this and she said this and he said this then you realize yo everybody's saying this but I feel this exactly you know what I'm saying so so how do I stay true to me and then make sure that you still rock with me even if it's not applicable and it doesn't connect to you you know what I'm saying right so i found that the podcast for me is i just it's 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 my releasing point you know what I'm saying cuz i'm i'm talking about I'm up late, four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, trying to do this real estate thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, school's about to kick back up. We just moved in, we, you know, we're trying to get it together and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So the podcast, when I get to record the podcast, I feel liberated,
2: right? And that's what you should feel, yeah. Because if not, you're not true. You're not really doing it, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, I feel like. Creating mm. should have some sort of liberation to it. Yeah, it should. It should feel like freedom because yeah. it should be releasing.
1: Yeah,
2: and I do not feel like I'm releasing if I'm constantly thinking about what somebody else wants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think that the greats do that, or do you think that the greats are the greats because their name or are, are their names are household items?
2: I think the greats are the greats. Because at some point they said, "Fuck it, I got to do this. This is <laughs> this is what I got to do. I got to say, if it, I mean, and and look back at the greats. If it kills me, I have to say it anyway. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. because it was liberating, and they had to, they had to liberate themselves."
0: Uh, uh, you know, I don't, I, I agree, but I don't think that that's what makes people great. I think that. Like let's let's look at example like Beyonce. I think that a lot of times what she does artistically, I feel like she has no connection to. I just feel like what makes her great is is those is those laps that she put in. The 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 the, the you know the the difference between Beyonce pre the breakup with Destiny Child. I'm talking about when it was four members, mm-hmm. and then she goes on a solo career, mm-hmm. and then she comes back and now it's three members. Mm-hmm and then she goes on another career that that after the three members part when they do the whole uh when they do they do that destiny's child is three of them after that this is where she takes off and becomes great when she starts releasing things without singles when she starts doing those overnight drops you know what I'm saying i okay. think that's when she becomes great
2: so i i guess then we have to say what are we defining as great because for me the person who's sitting in their house Creating, being cons- consistently creating every day, they're great.
0: Even if even if people don't know who they even exist,
2: if, even if nobody fucking know they exist. Oh, okay. okay, I mean,
0: I agree it, with that.
2: If, if I agree if, with it, if I only created, if I only considered myself great because of someone, someone else seeing me, or a plethora or a, a mass of people seeing me. And said I was great, then I technically ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? No, there not a lot of people know me. You know what I mean? Like on the, on the macro, like the 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 world or whatever. Mm-hmm. You now we connected mm-hmm. to every damn body in some shape, form, or fashion. But everybody doesn't know me. But I'm a great mother.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm a fucking awesome mother. Yeah, I'm saying that because when I look in the mirror. I put in the work to be an awesome ass mother every day. I don't give a damn. Don't nobody ever know, ever see, you, ever nothing. It don't yeah, matter.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? And 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 I and and that's what and I guess that's what I'm saying. And so as far as when I think about great, you use a Beyonce. I'm thinking a Malcolm X. I'm thinking a Maya Angelou. I'm thinking Martin Luther King. I'm think I'm thinking a Alice Walker. When I think about them and when i read when i read their work or i listen to them what i feel is that no matter what they had to say it they had mm. to they had to they had to release it and say it and i feel like that's what makes them great they to the because at some point they were vulnerable enough with themselves to say i got to do this shit no matter what Mm. No matter who rocks with me, no matter who, even Nina Simone, if you go back and look at her documentaries, uh, you know, or or whatever, like if you go back and look at the documentaries, I don't know if they, I don't know if she has a biography or autobiography. I don't know about any of that, but I've, I've watched several of the documentaries. Oh, well two, I've watched a couple. And that was one of the things about her. She had to liberate herself. She had to. It could not. She could not hold it in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And at the time, she was dealing with the civil rights movement and this, this, and that. And it was things that they cautioned her against. You know what I mean? There were there was music that she wrote that they cautioned her against. Like, don't do that. Don't say that. And she could not hold it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She had to. And I think, that makes her great. I think yeah. that's what makes her great.
0: You see, it, and I, I think that I think that Maya Angelou and and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, although they are rooted in the same paths, what I mean by that is civil rights and the equality of all black people. I think that their their messages were the same, but their vehicles into that message was different.
2: All, all ver- all three different vehicles.
0: I, no, 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 no. I think, I think. Listen, I think that Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, their vehicles may have been a different quality, but it was the same type vehicle. Like one of them might have been in. no, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone down. But, but the vehicle that Maya Angelou used was different. And so when you say great in terms of like her and those other two gentlemen, I think that you know they're lumped in the same. But I think that you can't lump them. But hey, I'm not here to argue that.
2: Uh, and, 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 and not that I, I don't get it, but, and, and I say, I say, um, especially more I like, mean, like, this is,
0: this is what I'm sorry. This is what I mean. Okay. Like, so here's the thing. If tomorrow I told you, Hey, you know what? I want to be, I'm i I'm already a poet, but I want to start writing poetry like Maya Angelou. People would have to internalize that, take that, and it would have to sit with them and then they would have to take that. And then spread my message across and it would take me years and books and stuff like that to to be able to get to that level of great. That's what I'm saying. See, what made somebody like like Martin Luther King, great Malcolm X, great was in their individual lanes. They had amassed a group of a following of people that believed in their message. And so when they walked, those people walked. If you were around Martin Luther King, you already knew, listen, we're not going to be violent. If you were around Malcolm X, you were clean cut. You look like Malcolm. You talk like Malcolm. You stood up like Malcolm. You clapped when Malcolm spoke. But those are those are what I'm saying is those are two different type of vehicles. If they are great because they had they had a master following of people that believed exactly in what they believe in.
2: No, I I guess no. I don't I don't think that's why they were great.
0: Okay. Why do you think that they were great?
2: I think they were great because and they seized the moment to voice and express and lead and in in a in an era of in, in in an era where shit the shit was just simply against them yeah and they could not they they knew they knew the possible consequence of doing that and they still did it anyway
0: do you think Tamika could be a great? You know what I'm talking about when I say Tamika?
2: Yeah, who you talking
0: about? Okay, well, you're probably not connected right now. Tamika is is the woman who, um, when George Floyd was murdered, God bless the dead, when he was murdered, she was in front of Steven Jackson, and she was saying, basically, we don't care that um, we're burning down these buildings. They should have been burned down because y'all not listening to us. Oh, we okay, did, I, yeah, okay, Tamika. okay, that's her name. Okay,
2: yeah. I, I, think, I actually seen that video. Yeah. Um... Uh, If, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. What what will it take? So if we're saying, is she great for having that message?
0: No. Is she great in your words for finally saying that? Yeah. Okay.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because she wasn't doing it. She, she not doing it to, okay. I can't say why the fuck she was doing it. <laughs> but I, cause I'm not her. Right. But in yeah. my mind, if you're doing some shit to go along to get along, then you ain't gonna say that shit. Is that is that? What, if you going along to get along, are you gonna say that?
0: No, I don't think she's going along to get along. Right. That's- so that's
2: what I'm saying. So her message was great. That that was a that message within itself. Yeah, and she was great for doing it. And I guess and I and that's what I'm saying. It's kind. Of, I feel like. The way great is being used for me mm-hmm. is like the way people use beauty. What I'm seeing, what I see as beautiful, somebody else may not see as beautiful.
0: But at the same time, if if you but see-
2: there, but okay, we could say there's an aesthetic for beauty, and so let's take what you said is beautiful and put it towards. Let's put it towards this aesthetic. Let's compare it, yeah. and then does it does it show up as show up as beautiful when we put it to our model of beauty i don't fucking know i don't know if it do or not you know (laughs) what i'm saying i think as a people as a, 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 a humans period we have to get to a point where the validation is not necessary and until we do that i don't i don't while we worried about being socially free, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever be mentally free.
1: Yeah, okay. And
2: you, you can't, you know, all the social freedom is one thing, but to liberate this is a different thing. And that's why I use the Martin Luther Kings, the Malcolm X's, the Maya Angelou, the this person, because I feel like mentally they were free.
0: And maybe, maybe their weather was similar. Just that Maya Angelou probably wasn't just she wasn't. You know, doing all
2: the But here's the thing at some point, she was an like, apprentice but. for Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Yeah. And both right before they passed away. Yeah. Right before they passed away. Yeah. So, you know, it, you know, and, but it didn't, in all her message, and, you know, she, you know, she was about women's rights she mm-hmm. was about black people's rights she was about you know she had uplifting she, she very much so and she had her or she had her her lane so to speak in the way she did it and she didn't just write poetry you know she wrote she wrote uh speeches and essays and i mean she was she was great this lady has grammys you know what i mean like she she grammys? yeah wait grant she,
0: she didn't make music
2: stop First of all, she did. Second, <laughs> stop. What are you talking about? Second, of, first of all, she did. Second of all, for her spoken word, look it up. She's won Grammys mm. for her spoken word poetry. So, so you, you know what I mean, like so. It's it's in the. But at you know, so she she embodied a lot of different things, but her quote unquote career or path to. What you would say is great, or you know your definition of great. She didn't start that until she was forty years old. Forty years old. Yeah. I know why the Cage bird scene. She wrote that classic at forty. Classic. It is a classic, and she but she wrote that at forty. What people don't realize is that she wrote four books after that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They're great. Yeah. They're what? great. I mean, you know, four books as sequels, like four other memoirs outside of that memoir. She's wrote written other books too, but she wrote four other memoirs. Mm-hmm. Outside of that memoir, and so you know whatever, but that so when when we talk about that part of great, great, but just when you read and whatever, I mean she she hits sexuality, she hits so many different things that may not have been extremely extremely popular to talk about at the time, but she tackled it, and I feel like that made her great because she you know she did what she what she had to do to liberate herself.
0: What songs on your mind?
2: <laughs> okay, so uh in anybody that has listened to <laughs> anything that I done been on ever, yeah. from uh goddamn uh <laughs> Instagram to whatever. Yeah. My your podcast or whatever, I'm a very big J. Cole fan. However,
1: mm-hmm.
2: however, and I do, I do love, love got to had but that's that's not what I've been jamming what you
0: been jamming
2: I've been jamming nature sounds because that's what makes my daughter go to sleep okay yeah and outside that <laughs> I've been jamming that uh try Jesus
0: hmm Toby <laughs>
2: absolutely yeah i feel like i was like did he know me when he wrote that i feel like he knew he that was that was on point and so it and a lot of other people around me have been jamming it too so it's been like an ongoing like almost like a running joke around my around my house and with my family and everything like you know something happened try jesus you know what i'm saying so that's what and other than that i i have to honestly say i haven't been like musically connected. Now, when I do turn on some music, anybody that know me know that I turn on J Cole. Now I'm going to go with prove it. Big crit and J Cole prove it. Oh, good. Good, good, good stuff. I love that song. And I love believe by big crit. Yeah. Great song. I love, I love those two songs. Great song. Great, great, great song. Yeah.
0: Um, give me your top three self-help books that you're reading or that you would recommend people to read.
2: (laughs) Top three, um, The Power Now, Eckhart Tolle. um Deepak Chopra. Lord, I'm drawing a blank right now because I don't read several of his books. Lord, I can't put you that. You talk about him a lot. Yeah. I, I have read a lot of his books. But uh, the, what is it? Success? those the seven spiritual laws of success Jesus Christ
0: mm-hmm. you told you said last time you said that um um Big Sean yeah he he mentioned.
2: makes a he yeah. makes a reference to it yeah. you not very overtly but when he says it's like oh okay I know where he got that from so okay. yeah because okay. he talks about the law of detachment yeah so um that one that's one and so it's a book. I, I feel like I mentioned this one before too, but shit, it's a great. Oh, it's a really good book. Okay, you know what? I won't go there. I won't do that one. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Y'all I got so many books in my damn head. That's crazy.
1: Uh-huh.
2: That's so crazy. Cause that's all I read. It's the damn self help books. But the best. Okay, I wish I would have to say that that Deep Work, Cal Newport, mm. especially for creatives. Deep Work, Cal Newport. Fuck with that. That's that's great. Now it might have. Have y'all seen that meme? It's a meme with the SpongeBob with sitting with the cup and he kind of staring and he, you know, got the cup of coffee in front of him or like the cup of tea. Mm -mm. Have y'all seen that? Okay. Well, when you read that book, I feel like at some point you're gonna be like that SpongeBob meme where you just kind of looking like, damn. Have I been working or have, have I been shallow? Have I been doing shallow work or deep work? Mm -hmm. Because that's, he really cuts into the distractions of our society
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and how we're, we're so distracted that we can't really do meaningful work and meaningful work only happens when we cut off the distractions and really focus on what we're doing. And I, and, and that's, uh, that's a deep thing for, uh, creatives.
0: Tomorrow's your birthday today. Tomorrow's your birthday, but today is August the 8th, Uh 2020. Mm -hmm. You have 147 days left. What do you hope to attain in 147 days and happy early birthday to you?
2: Thank you. Um, a true sense of self. Mm. And a true sense of just not giving a damn about outside anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and and I, I think for me, the biggest thing for me right now is embracing me. And really being with, like, going within me. And dealing with all of my shit, yeah. <laughs> and not projecting it uh, on to anyone else. Yeah, and you know, just just being present, man. Just being present. So that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I. You know, and I feel like me doing that is going to help my family and the rest of the world as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's what. If I could say what if someone says, What are you working on right now? I'm I'm working on loving myself no more. And and really being okay with that. In a second I'm gonna be working on putting my baby to sleep for a real nap because she's yeah. been catnapping on me all day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I had hit you earlier this week and I said, Let's do the podcast and I'm gonna have a script. But uh every t- every second that I put towards I mean, so I've gotten my man sent me this, uh, this script writer thing, and okay. I want to put it in that, in that type of format. But right now, I'm just teeter-tottering with it. I started it, but, you know, my mind, I'm okay. ready to write it. Hold on. Can I? Let me, let's wrap this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. So, 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 most importantly, I'm going to send you the script so <laughs> okay. that that way we can, we can start to work on that because I want to try to film something like that in the last quarter. The fourth quarter is always my quarter of the year. Okay. All right. Um, most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next? For me, yes,
2: is um, cre- creating a life and not really creating, but living my life in a way that is great for me mm-hmm. and profound for me. Yeah. I think for um, a long time, mm-hmm. I have been trying to be. Profound, almost to a point where it's like profound. So somebody else can see that. Oh, I'm profound. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And not really thinking about what that means for me. Yeah. And how what am I doing for myself? And yeah. so now, what's next for me is doing that for myself. So when I do create, when I do put something out, when it is something. For the for something tangible for the world to hold and say, oh, Tempest Green did this, then they can have it and it can be profound for them. Mm. So no you doubt. know, and I and right now I can honestly say I don't know what that looks like.
0: No doubt. No but
2: doubt. yeah, when I know, y'all will know.
0: Oh yeah, we'll be back on the podcast. I'm 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 tracking creatives' journey. So listen, uh, really quickly, so you can run to N- Naya. Nia, Nia, Nia. Uh, this year, I added the exclusive "What's Next" podcast T-shirt along with the exclusive SVR T-shirt for all the creators that come on the podcast. Oh, thank so you. you got a whole closet full now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Houston, Texas. I want
0: to say shout out to my man Cliff Morris, whose birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to my man Todd Lewis, whose birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to my homie Tempest Green, Tempest Green, whose birthday is tomorrow. Yo, uh, episode seventy-eight, all Houston, right. Texas. I do what I do for myself. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Yeah. Peace and blessings.
1: Yo, I feel like '95. Versace on my body. Biggie, chick with all that ballin' is a hobby. And I'm wildin' in my wallys, and I'm no Pilates. More wet, get you more wet. <laughs> Ace, baby, that ace of spank, it cracked me like cheers yeah. to the money guy. Yeah. The willy niggas wow. who buy them bottles yeah. and then they spill these liquors. Yo, yo, salute so my dude. Yeah. I see you all, five yeah. bottles, one hit. Why I need some drugs? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time. You know it rose rain when your cloud is fine. Get off the high ass, you. So private party. You know my too long, your breath on private party. These walls are priceless, already This is the upper crust, fuck it up <laughs>